This episode is brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes, a home team getting points. What's better than that? Coming up today on the pod, we got a couple picks. We got a French Open preview from Bear. We also have his honest breakdown of Miami and Florida State, which you need to hear. But first... You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. And a reminder: If you like this podcast, check out Better Days on ESPN Plus. If there's a game someone's betting on it, stream Better Days. The Green Man, Greeny, the new Mike Greenberg hosted series about epic sports stories told by the betters themselves. Stream new episodes every week only on ESPN+. Row the boat, Sky Mon, go Gophers. All right, Bear. Actually, a lot of things I want to get to in this noon slate. If we look at those, Kansas State at Oklahoma, we got that Florida at Ole Miss game, which you uh, many people have pointed out maybe that's where you guys should be. Uh, but we could get into that maybe a little bit later. Uh, we know Notre Dame and Wake Forest were canceled. Kentucky-Auburn game is there. UCF and my, our guy, our guy, Mr. Ehlers, East Carolina, on the big ABC window. How about that? Over-under 76-and-a-half. Might not be one. high enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Enough. Both teams not afraid to throw the ball down the field. Georgia Southern, Louisiana, Louisville and Pitt. Congrats again last week on that Miami pick. You nailed that one, and I could not be more wrong. Georgia Tech in the Cuse. See pictures of the Carrier Dome? See what's going on up there? They're like uh, redoing the top. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. They've had roof problems in the past there, I think. So maybe maybe this is a lot of them. problems in that yeah, dome. Most say, of it's on the field. You don't like uh, scoring 16 points on the year and allowing 14 sacks. That's not good. Was Pitt one, officially one of your picks last week? Yeah, Pitt yeah. was officially one of my that, – that was – 170 yards of offense they held Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the two missed field goals. Just how many trips inside the 40 did they have where they just came away empty-handed or with field? That was that – was, they were the right side, but but it was an L. And then it the might other, have been three missed field goals, I think. Yeah, well, was it three? I, I definitely saw two. <laughs> I think it was. I lost track. Let's start with it. Uh, SEC Network – a lot of talk going on about uh, Kentucky at Auburn. Latest, I think it's down to seven and a half. Seven and a half. A lot of steam on these Blue Cats. What, what, what do you What do you think there? Starting to worry me a little bit. This seems to be like everybody's trendy upset of the week. And you know, how I like to joke about the underdog with fleas. And I love Kentucky, and and I love their offensive line, and I love Mark Stoops, and I love their running game, and I love the fact that they got the quarterback back this year. This one just worries me just a little bit that everyone seems to be hopping on this uh, Kentucky train. And if you didn't play it at 10 and a half or 10 or what 11, whatever it opened up at, I certainly don't think I could take Kentucky now uh, knowing that there were much better lines out there. I will say though, they, they've been a great underdog as of late mm-hmm. the last 12, 12 times. They've been a dog. They've won five times outright and they've covered two out of three, eight and four against the numbers. So the trends say that Stoops in, in UK as an underdog is a good thing, but I, I just 
I'm a little worried now. If you missed out on the good number with UK, uh, I'd, I'd be a little worried taking the uh, the cheapened number at seven seven and a half now. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. I think Kentucky's going to have Wilson back at, at quarterback. Obviously, on the other side, we got old uh, Chad coming back to to call the plays at Auburn. And um, I mean, and he got Nixon like, and all of his wide receivers back too. Yeah, uh, and I, I think Schwartz is going to be a problem. I think he's just going to be a lot that much better. The idea is, is, is Auburn's defense and how many guys they lost off of that. I think mm-hmm. Kentucky's got it. I mean, Malzahn, I think, usually does a good job with the short throws, quick screens, trying to keep those defenses off balance. I think that's what Kentucky needs to do to establish some consistency in their offense. I think it's a great matchup. There's a lot of unknown, as, as you and I were talking about. I know Stoops has been great as an underdog, but their mentality just as a program has changed how they're just fearless – they don't care about anything else. They're going to come in and do. Well, that's Mark. They, they, yeah, they, they're they, going to come they in and do what they are going to do. Coach. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's how Mark exudes that, and 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 they have their play is a direct reflection of their head coach. That's a really good one. The other SEC one is is Florida at Ole Miss. The old Lane trains coming in. It's going to be. Are you guys going to show the empty Grove on game day? Are you guys going to show I, I, that? I think we are going to that's... unfortunately have a sad shot of the empty Grove, and I, I think we might even have uh, Wright Thompson with a couple of words on how depressed he is going to be about the empty grove and yeah. how he's going to be spending his Saturday morning. Uh, it's, that's going to be, it's going to be hard to see. One of the, if not the favorite game day side of all time, it's on the Mount Rushmore. I was going to go down there. I went down there last year for the first time, had an incredible time for the LSU. You game. were supposed to go down there with, with Mitch and Paulie, weren't you? And then they bailed on you, Oh, right? damn. We're not going to bring that up. We don't talk about the past <laughs> with those guys. But I was going to go back down there just because it's so good because they had UConn on their schedule this year. I was just going to go down there for that. <laughs> That's how good it is. Uh, shout out to the people at Oxford. But this game is interesting. Like, you know, we know Lane could, you know, could coach it up on offense. And it feels like he's just got to organize things offensively. I think they have talent. But when you, like, when you start going down the roster – Obviously, they're not going to be able to keep up with Florida. I would, I would not think that. Trask, I, I said, you know, I think it was two podcasts ago we did. He's got to be the front runner for first team. Uh, all yeah, we have that conversation between him and Mond. Yep. Uh, love the tight end. What was it ten straight win, ten wins, two years in a row? Yep. And it, it, it was. We came up yesterday on uh, on the SV Pod with uh, Scott. We had Spencer Hall on, our guy from all over the place, and pumped that he's now uh, on Thinking Out Loud on SEC Network. But he just talked about the idea of how hard it is to get from 10 wins to 11 wins. And I think that's Florida this year. Obviously, they have Georgia down the road. What do you expect from Florida? Do you like all this hype they're getting? Do you like the, the momentum that Mullen has created there? I do. I still think they're a little bit behind Georgia. I worry about the loss of, of- Jonathan Gennard on defense, he did so much for them last year. And while Kyle Trask is back, uh, they lose a lot. Van Jefferson and some other receivers are gone. I know you talked about the tight end and how Dan seems to scheme so well and incorporate mm-hmm. tight ends in the offense. But I, I'd worry I'd worry a little bit about Florida here, at least in, in terms of covering a, a big number. I'm really, really excited to see uh, what Lane Kiffin's going to do with the weapons he has on offense, how he incorporates Coral or, and uh, in Plumley, like Plumlee, I, would yeah. as, I would assume. Actually, it's Corral, I believe it is, right? It's, it's, it's not Coral, it's Corral, not Corral. I think he probably fits what Lane wants to do a little bit more on offense than, than Plumley does, but 
but I, I would think you see both of them involved. So I'm, I'm wouldn't shock me at all to see Ole Miss hit on a couple of big plays in this mm-hmm. game, put some points on the board. Now I don't think they're going to be able to win win a shootout with Florida on the road, but but I think this game could potentially be a bit more high scoring than you think because Ole Miss has defensive problems of their own, and despite Florida losing. Uh, their top wide receiver, I do think between the backs that they have and fits tight end, I, I think they'll be able to put some points too. So I know we talked about last week, I believe, how maybe some of the, these SEC games could could lean towards the under uh, as a lot of two teams playing their first game of the year have done. But this this might be a game that could be higher scoring than, than the total seems to indicate. I think it's like 56, 57 or so. Yeah, it's uh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's 57 and a half right now. I don't want any part of taking the 14 and a half or giving the 14 and a half, uh, which the line is. But if I would lean, I would guess Lane could scheme up a couple big strikes and, and get some points on the board. And I just think Florida is so consistent on offense and the way that Mullen goes about things is just always so smart. And as long as Trask takes care of the football, I, I expect big things from their offense. I still go back to that that game against LSU last year. God, that was such a good game. That was a great um, game. Uh, they, were, they, were in, they were in that game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, I, I mean, obviously they lost guys in the draft, but I'm really interested to see what the old Gators have uh, as they travel. Um, what else we got on this noon slate? Uh, UCF. Oh, I, I, I need, I need to ahead. interrupt for one second. Did you, see, did you just see the Adam Schefter tweet? We're, 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 we're recording this at, around noon or so on, on Wednesday. And I want to know, as a player, is it about Andy Reid's shield again? No. 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 The, the Chargers team doctor accidentally punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung before kickoff while trying to administer a pain-killing injection to his cracked ribs. How does that happen? That's why, that's why Tyrod Taylor didn't play, because the team doctor punctured his – how does that happen? Um, I got nothing. Wow. That's, that's scary stuff. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Back to college. I I just saw that and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Yeah. That's not a good look. Yeah. I hope he's okay. Anyway, I think you're talking about UCF. Yeah. Let's, I want to get into that. I, I started on the, on the column just for ha-has, trying to give out an under. Everybody obviously like just bets the over. But I, I and we we hit it the first week with Georgia Tech and Florida State, thanks to the, one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. <laughs> and I just thought Georgia Tech would be able to muck it up against uh, UCF again. It was a pretty high number. It was 60 and a half, I think. It went over. Uh, so we lost that one. And that's what I get for picking an, o, uh, an under in a UCF game. <laughs> Dylan Gabriel is absolutely yeah. – he's so accurate. He never – like – I don't want to call him Mini Tua because he's he's not because he has his own game. I don't even know what to like. He's just so good to watch. He's so um, firm in, in, in his in his uh, decision making. He never ever gets like you could see a lot more emotion. I think Tua is a, was a real risk taker throwing the ball, but that was knowing that he had you know serious talent on the outside and he most of the time had tremendous advantages. Gabriel just looks so calm back there and makes every throw, throws an unbelievable deep ball. I can't say enough about him. I'm really, really fired up for this game. It is going to be – UCF showed, I mean, plenty of press coverage. 
Georgia Tech just couldn't complete it. I think Holton Aylers is going to be able to hit a lot on those deep balls. They did the same thing. What was it, last year against Cincinnati was the first one that was the heartbreaker? Mm-hmm. They lost a shootout there. I expect both quarterbacks to throw for a ton of yards in this game. I mentioned what UCF's going to do. off. They almost play defense like, go ahead, try and take your shots. If you do hit these long nine routes on the outside, we're getting the ball back. The ball back and uh, you try and stop us. So it's they've taken that to full effect. I think the head coach's job by Heupel's has been great. I think they lost three games last year, and they were all by single digits. They obviously know that the target's on their back, and everybody in their conference is coming for them. But I think they have the talent to do it. I know they had a bunch of guys opt out before the year started. And yeah, that, but it was nobody it of yeah, real it was like, other than Mac with the back of quarterback. Yeah, I think it was, it was no one that guys was like, that showed up on the whole two deep. So that's what I, another thing I had in my mind last year or last week about them because I wasn't sure what they were going to have. But, man, they look, they look really crisp on offense. And uh, it's just going to be a fun one. This game might be over by 5 o'clock. What do you think? Corso likes to joke about this is a pack of lunch. This is a this is a pack of lunch and and get ready for dinner type of game. Yeah, whatever the three thirty kickoff is on ABC, whoever the producer is and the they, they either a might want to slide that kick back quite a bit mm-hmm. or, or or see about maybe kicking that game off on a on another network because yeah, this is this is gonna this is gonna take a while. But you're right. You talk about like a, the comparison to two. Like in a sense, it's it's almost the comparison to like what Alabama's wide receiver. Like it always seems like. They're just guys running free. Yeah. Like he, they, they were close last week to having 300 yard receivers, like a hundred yard back and a 400 yard passer. And, and that was one of the games as the week went along after we recorded yep. this pod. Like I started to like a lot more. It was too late for the pod, too late no for, doubt. The, for the column. And then by the time you get to Saturday, you put it on the board and it turns out to be a, a, a pretty easy winner. That's always why I just make sure you're, you're following up with us on certain things because that that's that's the negative about doing the doing the lean cast ha 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 in parentheses quotes joking <laughs> uh, on on Wednesday because we certainly uh, get more information and, and able to like uh, just doing some research and like things as the, as the year as the week goes on but yeah I'm looking forward to getting back to the uh, the hotel after the show on Saturday and uh, this is going to be interesting because we're we're going to need like multiple TVs and iPad and laptop to a uh, check it on this noon window now i'm going out to watch the noon games this saturday and i have no idea where i'm gonna go obviously new to the area but we're gonna see what this potomac bethesda rockville area has uh, as far as the sports bar goes for me to watch multiple tvs i know this is a terp state but they're not playing so no excuses not to have all the games i want on tvs and please bartenders be better with what's on your tvs People want to come in and watch things. It drives me crazy going to sports bars, and the same game is on seven TVs. Are you with me there? I know you're not I going am. out to sports bars. But I, I'm going to wear am. my mask, but I'm going out. I'm sitting by myself, and I want to watch games. What about the, uh, the, the, the SVP cave? Is that wired with uh, – is that wired where you up and, up and, going, up and running yet? Yeah. There's kids running around there, and you know. <laughs> I don't want to deal with maybe a little outdoor patio action. We'll see what people have, Uh, but I'm, I will be scouring the, the intranet uh, to see what we have to offer here in the uh, DMV area, as far as a uh, location to watch multiple TVs and maybe have a couple libations. I'm worried about the Taggart cup getting canceled on on Saturday. I've talked to a couple of guys from FAU. They feel pretty confident that, 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 that it's in the past. Now I know there's another team that's involved there, but, 
I feel for them. Is Houston finally going to play this week? I think yeah, I think Houston's finally going to play. Baylor's going to finally play. Uh, I say though, like if South Florida can't play, maybe they should just throw Western Kentucky, wheel them in to 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 go play. I mean, it's basically like Keep the same the thing. Bowl, or I got yeah, exactly. I was going to say you could have like South US South Florida and FAU play, and then like FAU play FSU, or rather Western Kentucky play FSU, and then like Willie can take turns coaching like each team again and all of the. And all the round robins. It'd be, a, it'd be a fun little, it's like a fun little postseason tournament. <laughs> Where is is that at FAU? It's at FAU, yeah. Okay. In theory, I could potentially go maybe drive to see if I can get a credential and drive to Howard Schellenberger Stadium and, and check Beautiful. it out. Boca Raton. A Boca. Yeah. You know, you didn't have money to go up there when you were in college. Hell no, I don't have money to go up there now. <laughs> What about the other noon game, Georgia Tech-Syracuse? And, 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 uh, and that's, me, there couldn't be more of an opposite of UCF and ECU than that game. Have, I, I've watched Georgia Tech straight two weeks straight. I'm, I'm going to take a week off from watching them. <laughs> They're trying hard. I think the quarterback has serious potential, but I just I need a week away from, from Georgia Tech football. What do you, what do you, you got something on that game? Here's how little the books think of Syracuse. Since the start of last year, Georgia Tech has played six road games. They've been an underdog of 36, 9, 17 and a half, 18 and a half, 16, and 13. And they're a touchdown for you. They're an eight-point eight favorite now. At Syracuse. That's how little Vegas thinks of Syracuse. But like I said, it, it, the whole 16-point, 14-sack thing, that probably is something that uh, needs to be addressed. And that, and that will lead me to my first would-you-rather. Okay, if I had to take a side in that game, there's no doubt I'm taking Georgia Tech. No, no, that's not the that's not the that's right. not the question. Would you rather? And I'm going to steal this from from Packer and Durham because they, we were talking about this subject uh, this morning. Oh, you were on their show? Yeah, I was. Are you on every week now? They got you locked no, in? No, not not every week. I got asked because of Miami FSU week. Oh, okay. I was okay. happy to come on. But which 0-2 ACC team would you rather take, Syracuse? Getting the seven, getting the eight or eight and a half at home against Georgia Tech with all those wonderful numbers uh-huh. uh, that we talked about, or Duke getting five and a half coming off of a Duke. It's not know, even close. I, I actually like Duke this week. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to put them in the column. Okay, turnovers killed them last yes. week. I mean, I yeah. know people want to give credit to Bucknut's new favorite team, BC, with Halfley, and and hey, credit to them. They went on the road. They got him. I know it's not, you know, we talked about the difference of road games this year, but first game in their program, you want to go get a win. They, they did it. What was the final? 26-6? Yeah, something like I think that. So, something like that. And then, it, like, when you go back in it, Dirk, Duke just killed themselves with turnovers. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't they think – the, They were in the game in South Bend two weeks before that. Yep. So. No doubt. Um, that's a – That's a deceptive – That was an easy – that's the easiest would you rather you've given me in a while. Okay. So. Thank you. Well, I got two more. I got a couple more for you. Is there anything in the nude slate that you uh, want to touch on before that? Louisville uh, Pitt's very interesting. Louisville better get their acts together. Louisville, oh, Louisville needs to tackle. Christmas. Yeah, Louisville or, needs or, to, or put a guy near a guy that can tackle. <laughs> I, wor- I worry about I worry about that Kansas State Oklahoma game actually being played. Mm-hmm. I know Dean Blevins sent out a tweet the other day, kind of cryptically saying that he he had heard rumblings that that game might be. Uh, postponed, which God, that would be if that happens, that would be about three. That would be three weeks in a row for Fox, right? 
Yes. Their noon game got and – and I know Notre Dame was supposed to be on noon on ABC this week, which is why our guy gets the, uh, the national stage at noon. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, interesting – I'll have Georgia, Georgia State – Charlotte will be on a TV, no doubt. That's uh, – Georgia State showed I, – I, that was a – I'm so mad I didn't give that. That was such a good spot for them. It was a perfect in, spot. In Louisiana. Uh, Charlotte coming in, uh, obviously having to cancel last week. That I don't – I don't like what they have at that quarterback position. I love everything else about where that program is headed, but the quarterback position has to get better. Uh, Iowa State, TCU, a lot of unknown there uh, as we move ahead. And then uh, you got anything on the defending champs? I mean, we got a Mike Leach offense. What what interests you most? We asked this question to Spencer yesterday. What interests you most in the SEC West this year? I think I think it's it, it could be. I mean, I know it's the initial knee-jerk reaction. Probably it would be Mike Leach. Like, yeah. can can that work in the SEC? Like, I mean, he's got a good quarterback in Costello, and I don't know how good their the skill guys are, but I mean, how great were were Washington State's receivers in terms mm-hmm. of being highly touted recruits? Like, like will that work against elite? talent on the other side of the ball week in week out so that would probably that would probably be it I mean obviously LSU I think is in terms of the most vital important significant uh, thing to watch for in terms of how it affects the national landscape like how does Brennan play how does the offense go without Joe Brady Uh, what tweaks are done defensively with Bo there for Aranda Uh, no Jamar Chase like I mean there, there are a ton of things to Mm-hmm. Talk about with LSU, but I like I, like the the curiosity factor of like people always wondered, like what would happen if Mike Leach got that Tennessee job a couple of years ago, or or Mike Leach got what got the Miami job, or Mike Leach got a a, a a bigger job at one of these ACC or ACC school SEC schools. Like here we are now. now let's let's see what happens. Uh, for me, it's for me it's A and M, uh, just because it's a whole thing. You know, year three the recruiting, the quarterback position. They've had a couple big names opt out recently that could be really, really, um, I don't want to say detrimental, but it's it really, really, they could really affect uh, what happens this season uh, for the people in College Station. I have seen that they're going back to the all whites, the old Good. Quentin Coriots. Good. You didn't like the stripe on the shoulder, huh? No, okay. didn't like the stripe on the shoulder. The, I like the all whites, and I like that thin the thin font Texas A&M okay. on the front too, not the short little, the short Stubby. little thicker one. Yeah, yeah. Give, give, give me the, give me the thin one. Uh, Quentin oh, Correa, that. that's all I think of. Oh, bad man. Thing was Thanksgiving night, that was, right? Thanksgiving night. Was, TCU? Oh, oh, unbelievable. Unreal. Um, but I, I, you, you're right about A&M though. Like they're, they're the, the opt-outs, one of their players, I think, sent something out this week, but now, now you find out who really likes, likes to play and who doesn't yep. like. A and M has always been a very like lightning rod type team, mm-hmm. so I'm 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 curious to see how how that goes. But and that actually leads me to my second. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather take Vandy plus thirty and a half against A and M? Vandy with basically no one on offense, like nothing at all, or would you rather take Arkansas, the head coach facing his former team, Arkansas, which hasn't has gone over for the SEC the last couple of years, uh, losing 
games by 36, 41, 38, 46, 34, 31, 32, and four points the last time, the last eight times they've been a 20-point dog, getting 26 and a half against Georgia. So who do you think, Vandy plus 36 and a half or the Hogs plus 26 and a half versus Georgia? I was trying to think back to the last the last two Arkansas wins. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure the last one was against Ole Miss the year they got blown up with the allegations. Yes. Yep. Last second. And I think I had Arkansas in that. I think I gave them out that week um, and needed that last second field goal. I think I remember why. It was like a noon game SEC network. 38-37, I think, or something That was Bielema still there, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I gave out Arkansas that week. So is their next win before that, is that possibly a win over LSU like the year before? I think no, I think I th- or the bowl I, game. I, let's go back and look. Or no, they got rolled. You're talking, you're talking oh, about they like, rolled wait, Charlie Strong, about, I remember. Are you talking about SEC win or are you talking about win. just a win? No, they they no, they got something else. Because that was 2017 against Ole Miss, right? Yeah. Here we go. Let's let's pull it up right now. Uh, instead of ranting and raving here. Yeah. No. They they beat they 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 won two games last year. Did they beat? Remember they beat Colorado State because they were a mess, and they had that close win against Portland State last year, and then they beat uh, oh, Eastern they lost Illinois. They Colorado State the year before. And then and then they and they and they, they beat Tulsa in two thousand eight. Okay. So what's the last SEC win? So their 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 last their last SEC win. Prior to the uh, the old, yeah, no, I was right. It was uh, 38-37, yep. 2017 Arkansas. Then they won at Mississippi State uh, in November of 2016, 58-42. Okay, that's that's a long time ago. Yeah. So to answer your question, um, <laughs> I was thinking about giving out Georgia in the column, so I guess I would have to answer Andy. But the one thing I saw is that coach might have some familiarity with Kirby, and maybe Kirby doesn't roll it up on him. But like, and you got Dave Dave Odom, a defensive mind, as uh, yeah, Arkansas defensive coordinator now. Or did I I say Barry Odom? I don't know if I said Barry Odom. If I said someone else, I I thought I had it. The old Wake Forest basketball coach, Dave Odom. Is that <laughs> I, mean, what you I, said? Might, I, I might have. <laughs> I might have uh, been being that I was in Salem a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I could easily, by the way, going back to Mississippi State, I could easily see KJ Costello being all SEC quarterback by the end of the year. I could see that. In that offense, yeah. if they get it clicking, like he's going to put up, they're going to chuck it every play in that conference. You know, Leach doesn't want to mm-hmm. run the ball against them. No. Um, no I know one game you do have circled at 330, and that's Army and Cincinnati. I can't wait for this game. It's up to 14. That, 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 that's what I saw. It as. Like, if, you look, if you look at Army's last 10 games as a 14-point dog, they're 8-1-1 one, one against the number with an outright win. And then you look at the last three games, the last couple of years, which have really gotten the attention – the 17-point dog last year against Air Force, lost by four. 22-and-a-half-point dog at Michigan last year, lost by three in a game they probably should have won. And then the 2018 Oklahoma game where they were a 32-point dog and lost in, lost in overtime in a game they very easily could have won as well. I, I just don't know 
like where the possessions are going to come yes. from Just for Cincinnati to, to yeah. win by to win by three scores. Like, 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 like what, what? How many possessions? Like, what are they going to be like? Seven possessions, maybe for eight <laughs> possessions, maybe for each team. Um, is, is that is that too high? Too low? I, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, then if you if you narrow it down more, it just comes out to how many can Cincinnati get a couple three and outs on Army, or can Army get a couple? You know, that yeah. that's where it really like, when you fine tune this thing, forty five and a half and fourteen, the line is up to. Wow, I like, like I mean, I could see twenty eight fourteen, which would be kind of what the the, the lines the lines saying. Yeah. The, the the one thing I will say, and if you're looking for a reason to to like Cincinnati and have some skepticism about Army is you look at who Army's played. Yes. They played Middle Tennessee, yes. who might be the worst team playing football in the FBS mm-hmm. right now. And they played UL Monroe, who I believe got rid of their defensive coordinator a week before the season. And they had a whole bunch of stuff going on with, 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 with uh, hurricanes hitting their state and who knows what the hell mm-hmm. their preparation was hindered. So to expect UL Monroe, who is the last few years have been horrible defense to go there and stop that with what they've been dealing with that's another thing so if you if you're looking for a reason to be a little skeptical as to army going up there and putting forth a solid uh offensive effort as they have the previous two weeks that would be the the case i would i I would lay out and make for that you gotta think i was trying to think about this uh you gotta think fickle will have his defense ready i i think the world of him as as a coach i was trying to think was he the defensive coordinator when Navy almost beat Ohio State? Yes. Uh, yes, he was. was. Okay. Remember yeah. that game, huh, Bucknuts? And, and Ar- Army went there. A little sweat well job too, there, right? buddy? Yes. <laughs> uh, something's got to give in this game, Bear. I got it right here in front of me. Army, Army shielded 384 total yards against the two schools that you mentioned that they played, who are combined 0-4. <laughs> Army last started 3-0 in 2016. And since 1996, Army is 0-20 against opponents ranked in the AP Top 25. They're also looking to avoid their fifth consecutive road loss. But on the other side, Cincinnati's lost 15 of his last 16 against ranked teams. Mm. So, there you go. Mm. Um, Will people in Columbus be watching Cincinnati? You think, Travis? I would, yeah, they're big Luke Fickle fans, and what else is there, you know, for them to watch right now? Uh, Boston College, your Boston College Eagles. Yeah, but you know, they'll 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 tune in for Cincinnati. We'll get back to the pod in a second, but first, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at over one hundred thousand dollars. Download the DraftKings app and enter code Steve at sign up. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now. Back to the podcast. Texas Tech. I, I watched they that might game. Be, they might be really bad, by the way. Yeah. Like, like I, you give up 600 yards to Houston Baptist and, and need to stop a two-point conversion late. To, like, like they, they might be really bad. I, I watched that Houston Baptist game. That quarterback is good. He is really, really good. And here's the deal. Texas Tech, I want Texas Tech. I still don't understand why you guys don't kick field goals. They were up eight. They had a fourth and one on like the two yard line. Kick the field goal. 
and go up two possessions. I don't understand why it's so hard for these guys to just do things to make it more complicated. If you go up two possessions there, then that drive doesn't mean anything, and now you're not being shown on SportsCenter for almost losing. That's, <laughs> that's all it was. I watched, I watched the game, and then I'm like, they're going to – and then here comes Baptist right down, 98 yards, go down, score, and then they get to try uh, the two-point conversion. Like, just do the things you're supposed to do. And, I mean, I could, I could see the coach trying to make a splash in the first game. But, yeah, I'm, I am interested. Uh, we know what Texas has. Um, uh, but that Texas Tech defense probably uh, non-existent. I want to get to the 330 game because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a pick of mine, and that's the Mountaineers coming in to Stillwater. I watched way too much of Stillwater versus Tulsa last week. Makes two uh, of us. I, I don't know. I, I was talking to people that are you know cover the Big 12, cover recruiting, and it just feels like it's it's different. And what I mean by that is. I thought they were going to come in with – put it this way. I didn't look into the, the idea of replacing four guys in the offensive line as being a big thing. I also couldn't believe Gundy didn't have a quarterback. Correct. That, How do you not have a bad backup prepped and ready to go? Well, here's that what That was happened. some of the worst power five quarterback play I've ever seen. Sorry. So, I went back. They had a kid, Brandon Co- Brandon Costello, transferred in the spring. Mm-hmm. This kid, John Kohler, transferred to Iowa State last year. And then this, uh, they had another guy transfer to Northern Arizona. So that's three quarterbacks out of your program. So I could see that. And it's a big deal. Yeah. So with that, I mean, I, I don't want to blame Gundy for recruiting stuff, but that stuff happens now. And it's really, really hard. And I can see it how it catches up to you. It obviously caught up to them. On the other side, Jared Dagey comes in for West Virginia Obviously, they played East, East, East Kentucky week one. We know what happened there. Um, East Kentucky is not good. Uh, Army gave it to him, as we just mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago. But I think Neil Brown, who I, I think really a lot of, and I think it was a home run hire for West Virginia, I think they sort of have circled this day. They knew that they were going to play Eastern Kentucky and then have a couple weeks off and then go to Stillwater. So I just like the situation. You're getting more than a touchdown, seven and a half, eight out there. Um, I like the, you know, the quarterback upgrade for Daigie in West Virginia. I know they're not, they don't have the talent that Oklahoma State has, but I think they've had this to be motivated and go on the road. And, and this is a real chance to, you know, you talk about programs taking that next step. This is a date that they have had circled since everything happened, knowing, hey, we could go out here against a, a team that possibly could win the conference and show what we have. So uh, I, I'm going to go with West Virginia here, plus the points uh, in Stillwater. 3.30 ABC kickoff, hopefully, after UCF, ECU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 3.30 three Pacific. Yeah. Uh, you got three, anything three, on that? 3.30 three, three, three somewhere. Now, I, I'm always a little surprised. Like, I honestly thought watching that game last week, like, for a minute – I really thought Tulsa was going to win that game. No doubt. No like, doubt. Like it, it, when they scored looked, a touchdown, it got called back. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. they're going to lose. Yeah. And for me, just for the sake – and and I know everybody's rooting for the underdog. I was pulling for um, – I was pulling for Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State just to win the game. I didn't want to see their their, their season torn up and, and just because of a, you know, a high ankle sprain week one. I know you're shaking your head at me and disagreeing with me, and you always like the underdog because you are the underdog. Oh. 
I, I, the I, under I, bear. The under bear. I am an under. I am an underdog for life in everything. <laughs> That's true. No, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shaking my head because it's funny. Uh, one of my buddies who plays these huge money line parlays. Oh. Uh, hey, yeah. Oh. He, he texts me on, on, uh, on Friday. He's like, he's like, can Oklahoma State lose? And he, he's like, he goes, can Oklahoma State even with Gundy lose to, to Tulsa? I'm like, no. Nah. I'm like, they can't. My like, Tulsa's been good as a dog and they led them last year at halftime, but I, Oklahoma State can't, they can't lose that game. And then I, I, I the, the string of texts I was receiving during that game last Saturday was, <laughs> was priceless. <laughs> so that's why I was shaking my head. As we're uh, but I'm, I would be a little, this game's going to tell you a lot about I'm, Oklahoma I'm, State because like, they didn't look on the same page. It looked a little disinterested. I don't know if it was yes. shock, like, oh, my God, we lost our starting quarterback. Like, we can't move the ball. We can't score. And was it just that? Or is there other stuff going on there? Like, this will be a really, really good – this is a complete stay-away game for me as of right now because I don't know what to expect to see. Either they come out and they play well or – West Virginia, like you said, what day he gets on the board, and then it's like, okay, now, now, now West Virginia's in this game. I will say, I'm going into this thinking that Spencer Sanders isn't playing. That's the other. I thing. would, I would as well. That, I would that, as well. That's where I'm going. But I just, you know, you got the best running back in the country, and it took you to the fourth quarter. I mean, it did show me a lot that to put the game away, you did drive the ball down the field and run the football down, uh, down their throat. But I will say on the other side, I thought Tulsa did a great job of battling. I know people have said. Plenty of things about Montgomery as a coach. I thought Tulsa battled uh, the corners against Wallace when he was in the game really showed me a lot. Just being physical, uh, obviously got some flags thrown on, but hey, it's better to get beat, get a 15 than give up an 80-yard touchdown. Uh, so I, I did, I'd like to see Tulsa moving ahead. Um, just, I mean, obviously the offense, they lost the running back with a torn ACL in practice. That's a rough go uh, for a coach who's, you know, sort of on the hot seat they were saying. But Tulsa does have to be a little bit better than 0 for 12 on third downs also. If you get maybe one of those, you, you got a chance to you win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go Mountaineers. Uh, I like what I've seen. I like where that is going. And like you said, right where it, it, it's a it's 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 not uh, stable right now. The 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 perception of what I see from the Oklahoma State thing. And obviously I'm mostly talking about how different they are without Spencer Sanders at quarterback. That's the main gist of this. Um, what else? What else? Three, four. Elsewhere in the Big 12, the Iowa State TCU game is okay. really, really, really juicy uh, for me just to keep alive the hopes of my college football playoff sleeper. I'm kidding. They're, they're, they're not going to make the playoff. But uh, I mean, j- just for this, how do, how do they bounce back? It, it, as much as we, we love Matt Campbell and – and think this program can, can can make a leap and beat the big boys in the Big 12. Like, don't you got to – I mean, they always find ways to lose games. I, I, I mean, you give up two non-offensive touchdowns and a, and a 70-something yard touchdown as well. Uh, they've been terrible as, as a favorite the last five. Mm. Five straight non-covers his favorite, lost three of those games outright. And now you go to TCU, and you would expect with the game under your belt and, and – Duggan is available, but he's not starting. Like, 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 this is a game. You're a slight favorite at TCU, and you should, you should win this game. Yes, yes, and, no doubt, no doubt. And, and, and I'm really curious to see how 
uh, Campbell, and, and I and a, I wonder too in, in the opener uh, with, with Collar being out as well. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in <clears throat> we we discussed about teams and routine and teams that are going to be able to handle improvising and adjusting. Like the week the week leading up to that game, like like. Ames and like the couple of places in Iowa are like a couple of the worst hotspots in the country uh, for the COVID virus. Like you, you wonder, like I didn't hear this. I don't know if it was or was like was their practice disrupted? Did guys maybe have it or they couldn't? Like they, there was probably a lot going on that we don't know about. No and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not trying to excuse away a loss to a. No, Louisiana I think it's the case team. everywhere. I think. But, 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 I think but, that's that's right. the that's the vibe around all these places. It's tough. But, but, um, but they should they, – they, they, if Iowa State is as good as we think that they can be mm-hmm. and, and, and go on to, to maybe finish second in the, in the Big 12 or reach that conference championship game, like, like this is a game that they should, they should win. Yep, totally agree. Uh, moving on, we touched on Georgia. I actually want to see them. They're at 4 o'clock on the SEC Network. Texas State goes up to Chestnut Hill. Uh, shout out to the Bobcats getting a win last week. Um, you got the Tagger Bowl at six o'clock on CBS Sports Network. Seven o'clock. Um, you have anything else from the three thirty or mid afternoon slate? Um, uh, can you can up. you tell me? That's okay. Uh, Texas, can, can Texas you... Tech, Army, Cincinnati, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, UTEP, UL Monroe. How about that one? You got to <laughs> take UTEP with the points there, right? It's up to nine and a half. Just, oh, just oh, do, do oh, I, I do, do I go to the well? Do I go to the well one more time with o, with o Willie Fritz? Do I, I, I was have, just going to bring them up. That I'm all, I have an O2 count. I mean, you talk <laughs> about one of the one of the more unlikely cover. Like, I mean, cover comeback. What? Like, you're up twenty four nothing at home midway through the third quarter after Navy tries a field goal for yeah. some reason. And you got the ball against a team like like you talk about the least most likely team that you would think to come back from a twenty four nothing deficit midway no third quarter and hadn't scored a touchdown yet this year like like how the hell did that happen? I, I turned the game off. I, I turned again. I'm like I'm not watching this anymore. And all of a sudden I'm like Navy won. How the hell can like, that like, happen? Like, not only did I have Tulane. Minus the seven and a half or seven. I, mm-hmm. I think I bought it down to seven just to avoid the hook. Like, like I live bet them during the game minus 24 and a half. <laughs> like, like, I'm not ashamed to admit no. it. I, like, I, there, there, I know plenty of the people were posting like, that they bet them live in game. Like, 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 like it, was, it, was, it was over. It was done. Crazy. Um, no, but I, I, I would say this week for Tulane, we're gonna, at the end of the year, we're going to be like, all right, we should have known against Southern Miss not to take them or the Navy thing. You just chalk up as a, what the hell was that? Cause they do. I mean, I, they didn't score in the second half, but I, I liked what I saw. They came back at South Alabama <laughs> who might not be as bad as we have. Who's in an interesting right. spot Thursday night against uh, UAB. But then that Navy, like, I don't know. BYU has got to be looking like, Hey, how good does our win look mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. against Navy? Uh, so, yeah, I was thinking about giving out uh, Tulane. I don't like the three and a half, though. Uh, I think that's what it is now. Um, but, yeah, I just uh, – go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, that's a, an interesting thing, too, because, I mean, how does Southern Miss respond to, to blowing that game yeah. against uh, the, the boys from Rustin? Yeah, that was nuts. Shout out Skip Holtz. I love him. 
Gold uh, Sheet Coach of Eternity. Yes. Uh, all right. I'm going to get this out of the way. It's 7 o'clock. It's ESPN. Um, Roll Tide goes up to Columbia. And I'm not going to overthink this. Uh, I'm going to lay the points. I think they have something that Missouri can't prepare for. I think Nick's More still bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I just – uh, I did just talking to people around the program. I did want to get ahead on on some guys. We know they got Najee back. We know they got Waddle. Uh, they know we got Devonte. Um, but a couple of the freshmen that they're really high on: uh, Will Anderson's outside linebacker, number thirty-one. These guys are all freshmen. Javon Baker, number five. He's a wide receiver. Obviously, they still have Trey Sanders, who broke his foot last year to stud running back. And then two corners: Brian Branch, number fourteen, and Malachi Moore, number thirteen. Watch out for those guys. Uh, you know Nick's just going to come in and play those guys. We know Sertan is a first-rounder, along with the names that I mentioned before. So uh, just some new faces that you'll see in that Roll Tide um, uniform that I always like to try and be ahead of, like, who's the next guy? Who's the next guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it'll be fun. I just – you know, Nick's never gone – was it three years without a title since he's it been be three. It would be right? three years. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I counted Missouri has 69 scholarship players. Uh, it looks like Mac Jones is, it, you know, he, or no, he was named the starter. Interested mm-hmm. to see what, if the freshman plays. Uh, I mean, I just look at Mac Jones. He started four games last year and went for 1,500 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, we know, you know, Tua was the main part of the passing, but to see Alabama second NCAA in scoring last year and third in pass yards uh, was just when I was going back looking at numbers. Um, was was pretty um, impressive. Uh, so I, ju- I just don't think Missouri can can compete in this game. So I'm going to lay the 27 and a half. I do think Bama scores 50 plus. Will Missouri get on the board? I don't know. That over under is at 56 and a half. <laughs> so I Bama can get them there themselves, a la Notre Dame last week. So it's 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 tempting, but I'm going to lay the 27 and a half with Bama. What's scary too is did you did you leave Dylan Moses off the list of players too? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you said it, yeah. I meant to yeah. say him and Sertan when I was talking about the guys on the defense. <laughs> like unreal. Um, can't wait and two, to see and, that. And two and two first round picks on the offensive line. Yep. Yeah. And poor, Hard to prepare old, for that poor stuff. Old Bama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor old Bama. Shout out to Coach Drakewitz, though. I love. I, I I like that hire there. It's just going to take a while to get that thing up and yeah, running. I just don't have any it's, players. A, it's a typical hire where I hope the guy gets long enough to prove his worth. That's exactly that's what I'll say there. Uh, so yeah, roll tide. Um, that's a definite given out. Uh, let's do, what do you, what do you got in the canes? You don't like this spot for them. Oh, I hate, the spot for, I hate the spot for them. You're, You're not giving out Florida state. I, I wouldn't want to lay okay. 11 and a half or whatever it is with Miami. So you're taking Miami in a teaser. I would I uh, yes you can I would I, right. I think Miami will win the game like if you if you you can find like 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 they, I don't know your 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 spots but they're being there there are like 10 point teasers out there that you three can teams. play yep yeah three three team 10 point teas like you, you maybe you let's just do it right now let's take <clears> Bama <throat> let's take Florida State I would take Miami and we'll take Georgia simple or, or Texas or, or, or theor- or theoretically, you could you could potentially take uh, maybe uh, tease a couple of the totals up. Maybe 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 Ooh. you tease the Georgia total up and go under. Maybe you maybe you tease the Texas A and M total up. 
And go wonder maybe you tease Duke up to like 16 or 15 and a half. And maybe you and should give out 10. a teaser in the column. You could give out a template. That sounds like a good idea. Hey, we're, 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 everybody wants picks. I'm trying to give picks. I'll give out a teaser in the, in the column. Absolutely. No, I, 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 we'll I do feel it. more because there, there is a yes. ton I really feel. Yeah. Oh, Baylor. I'll give, I'll give you got to throw Baylor in there. Ooh, I don't know. I think you got to bet Baylor blind this week. Come on. Baylor, Baylor minus 16 and a half. Yeah. Like, we, so that, that, that was, that was my other, that was my other, would you rather, by the way, well, I'll give it would, to me. Would you rather take Texas tech plus the 18 yes. against Texas versus which nearly lost to Houston Baptist, or would you rather take Kansas plus the 16 and a half after they got oh. rolled by the shots? This is going to be the week where it's going to be like, why didn't I have coastal and why didn't I have Baylor? Kansas is going to be getting 25-plus after this week. That's my prediction. Every game. Yeah, they're bad. They're you just terrible. Need them, you just need them to play their schedule as is. That way that win total comes in and doesn't Yeah, get that's a good point. But, that, you know, less with two weeks off, he's probably going to draw up a whole new offense, and then <laughs> Baylor's going to struggle. Uh, oh. But I try. No, here's the other thing. I trust Aranda, who's an awesome defensive mind. He's, he'll have his guys protect for every scheme. They were prepping for Houston anyway, which is which is sort of a similar uh, deal there. Uh, Fedora calling the plays on offense. I, I talked about last week how I love Brewer to quarterback. I just think you got to bet Baylor blind there. You, you just got to do it. That's it. Um, but but getting back, getting getting, getting back to getting back to the Canes and Knowles, like yeah, it's all. I mean, this is going to be a situation now where they're going to have to handle success. Everybody expects them to blow Florida State out. I mean, you're you're basically in a pick'em game uh, with, with with Louisville, and you, you go there and you do you do the job against a really bad defense, and uh, you, you, your your offense looked really good in doing it. Now you play you, your biggest rival at home. You're a double digit favorite. And remember, like this rivalry has been underdog dominated. The last mm-hmm. 15 meetings, like the underdogs are 12 and three against the spread. And like, if you look at like the last six games that have involved, involved Miami, Florida State, with the, with the spread of more than seven points, like to that the, the underdogs have covered five out of the six, and you've got three games decided by four points or fewer. Remember that game a couple of years ago, in, uh, when Miami was coming off of the uh, the, new, the New Year's Six and the ACC title game appearance, like uh, they were a, a two touchdown favorite at home against a Florida State team. In Willie Taggart's first year, that was an absolute mess. Mm-hmm. And they needed a – in the third quarter, it looked like they were going to lose that game outright when they wound mm-hmm. up uh, winning by one. So, uh, like, two of these other six games that were uh, big margins involved Florida State teams that won the national title. Hmm. And Miami kept one of them close. So, like, I would be very – I would not want to lay uh, 11 and a half or whatever it is right now with Miami. Maybe, maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I, I think – uh, you'll see a, com- a completely different Florida State team in terms of emotion and energy level and effort on Saturday that you did. And that, remember that Georgia Tech game was weird too because they got up ten nothing. You had the lightning delay, and, and then just it was just a weird a weird deal. So I, I would I would be a little concerned about about laying laying the points with Miami right now. I just I, I look at the the quarterback <laughs> matchup and I just you, you can't. I mean Blackman's had so much um to to do and i just i, I wonder if he if he could do it um you know four it's, it's four different point. coordinators you know like and then you look at the other side and like you talk about a game changer um it dr king is just at, i mean as electric as it gets and uh 
I think he also could play a lot better. Like, how many throws did he miss? Or how many drops did Miami have last it, week against Louisville? That, 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 that should have been yep. way, way – they should have won by a lot. I, he, I don't, missed, he missed throws against UAB, and then they had a bunch of drops against Louisville. Yes. And I'm, kind, I'm kind of mad at myself, too, that I did – and Kirk brought it up during the telecast, and it's something that we should have brought up beforehand. Like, UAB is good – and they just basically decided to to run the ball. Like, how much stuff did they sh- did they hold back? Yeah, and just not show. And, and, and that's what and that's the stuff that was highly. I mean, that's that's a great job by by, by uh, Rhett Lashley and staff. Absolutely, but, but they were higher the offseason, and I and bet against talk- them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got. You talked about Florida State at quarterback, and like it's weird how you, you miss out on on Sims who went to Georgia Tech. How decommits and goes to North Carolina. They had Bailey Hockman there. Oh, the kid from NC State last week. Yeah, he played great. That was the like, best. That was the best game of the weekend. What a game that was! That NC was, State that looked was, great. I know. I know. I, I got up fourteen nothing, and people are all oh, Wake Forest dead before the game even started. I'm like, what happened? Like it's fourteen nothing, then literally like in the Wake Forest scores right as I turn the game on, and then they they had the lead late, and this this yep. didn't get a stop. Yep. Oh, no, that, that was that was a that was really good, good game. Win. That's a good win for NC State because absolutely fifty fifty the, the way that what they've been dealing with in the off season. Yep. It's a um that, that, that was that was a good win. All right, and then uh, we touch and so NC State's at Virginia Tech first chance to get a look at the at the at the Hokies and then that Pac twelve after dark window a lot of eyes and I know you're you're curious about. Troy at BYU, 10-15 ESPN. I will just say this about this game. If I had to take it, I, would, I, I think I would lay the points with BYU because I think Troy might be getting a little too much credit for, for their win last week. Agreed. Like, like we talked about that last week. Like why were they only a three-and-a-half, four-point yes. favorite over Middle Tennessee? Like mm-hmm. that line stunk out loud. And like to a point where it was like, I want to be on and, – and, were but like but but you're right B- BYU was off since that since that Navy game you know the only the only question I have is is that will BYU be able to to win the trenches manhandle uh, against Troy like the way they manhandled Navy like, probably it, not it, it, probably, probably not. not but but still I mean that, that's that's a good it's a good BYU offense and their defense is aggressive I, I would tend to agree with you if, if I were playing this game I, I, I would lean towards laying the points of BYU. Yeah. Even even though you talk about another team that's been a terrible favorite as of late. I don't think they covered a game as a favorite last year during the regular season. I don't think they did. We getting that one on the show Saturday? Uh, maybe. Yeah, let's get that one on. Maybe there. I'll take a look at that. All right. Um, what else? Survivor pick? Who you survivor pick? Yeah, there's a pretty the, the, easy. I had a sweat yeah. last week with the the. I had to pick the team to lose. I had the Jags, man. That was dicey. <laughs> yeah, I lost week one with the with with the Bears. Uh, survivor pick. I mean, everyone's going to have the Colts this week, which yeah, I, I think I, that's it. That's yeah. not a bad. It's not a bad strategy. Just bet against the Jets every week. Whoever's playing yep. the Jets. Yeah, that's the game. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't think, I don't think you overthink it. I mean, they're they're not going there and winning. No, I am fired up for Dolphins Jags tomorrow night. That's a fun game. I, no one that just shows if you if you're not 
uh, looking forward at. You haven't watched those two teams play. La- last week, I thought Buffalo Miami was the sneaky best game of the day. Uh, with both, work. Dolphins. Uh, yeah, Dolphins Bills, and uh, Jacksonville went to Tennessee and had a chance to win the game. Uh, yeah, Martha did. Um, Titans Vikings. Ooh, that's going to be ugly. Um, How bad are the Vikings, by the way? I just I don't get People it. People loved them last week too. I, yeah, I, I I don't like any I don't like those teams, but I I know I like the Colts defense. I, I think it's it's showing things. How did our boy do last week? I, I know he I know he loved some of those just awful big underdogs. And I think three a lot and of two covered right. Yeah. Three and two, three and two, I think three and two. Yeah, I was against. I I, I got to stay in the bat. I got to stay in the outhouse this week. I, I went against the bear and the bald man. Speaking uh-huh. of stinking, Atlanta laying three at home against the Bears. Oof. Nobody it looked, it looked, Bears it looked like, like they were Look at the Bears' like, two wins. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know? um, game, game that had no business winning against the Lions and then they played the Gigantes. Uh, like how – it looked like the Falcons were like trying to like down a punt. Just watch that ball roll – as it got closer, like trying to like down the punt instead of like recovering on sides kick. Here's here's what I'll say, and I talked about this with Scott after that game happened. Okay, obviously the coach is going to get the heat. All right, but if you're the head coach, all right, and you know that your special teams coach coached that, went over that, showed that, practiced against that. Okay, and then you see what your guys did. Like you can't. You're not going to fire the coach, and then you're just going to get all the heat in the world because you didn't do that. But in deep down inside, you know that you guys practice that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just mm-hmm. the way things are now. Like, nobody's going to go after the players. Like, how could you do that? It's just going to go right to the coach. And, I, it's, I mean, I get it. The guys are making tons of money in, in the NFL. But it's just one of the unfortunate things that comes with the business that I just I, – I don't like a lot. And uh, I, I have a – a little affinity for it because I was always on the hands team and I know like how that goes. Those guys just froze, man. They yep. froze. They didn't think the ball was going to go 10 yards and then it was at eight and then it was at nine. And that's how fast that play happens. Uh, it's, it's a very um, underrated thing. I mean, you talk about special teams, that and, and, and snapper and, and holders like that's, you, you go to a practice and see what those guys put in and it's all for one, sometimes one time. Uh, so that's my special team spiel. Uh, I know you're. I, I like. I like it. I wish the French Open draw was out. I'd like to get oh. some tennis. French I got Open Irish tennis. Open. Nah, I, Who'd you give out for U.S. Open? Did you guys give a pick on the show? On the for the youth for the golf? Yeah. No, they no. We 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 didn't. I wanted to. I wanted to, but we, but we didn't. Um, speaking of the Shambo, I watched SMU last week. Wow. <laughs> They got some serious speed um, on offense. Uh, Bentley, the running back, and Robertson, the receiver, is one of my favorites in the country. That game was close to five hours. I mean, that was just back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, but SMU, those uniforms were clean. North Texas wearing the Hayden Fries. Those were that was a very, very good uniform game. I think that's why I had it on so long. Um, but watch out for SMU. I I think they could do it. I think they can win that conference. Um, they do not play UCF, uh, but they got some serious firepower if, if they, they if do. they were if they were going to uh, run the table. So, 
do we have anything else? Do we have your? Do you have anything definite that's going to be in the column? We could do the big Mike happy recap. No, I, I think Duke will definitely be in there. Okay. I think All Duke right. will definitely be in there, and I'll probably definitely throw a teaser in there, a ten point teaser, yes. some of the stuff that we talked about. I'm going to throw Alabama I, I, in I there, and I'm going to throw like, West Virginia in there. We just talked about. I know I don't have the French Open draw, but don't you kind of have? I know she's a short price, like like five to two, three to one, or something like that. But don't you kind of have to like Simona Halep? Like no, no. Osaka's not playing. Bianca's not playing. Like Serena playing. Serena, Serena's not winning another another slam. Whoa, hot take. I wish I knew that because I've been betting her in every one. Oh, I told. Did I? I told you. I know you won. Osaka. You won. You won. You won. No, I, I, I'd, I'd love to see her do. Who's Gil? Who's Gil? We didn't get Gil's pick yet. Um, I know back when back in pre-COVID era when. Uh, when the French Open was supposed to take place, he, he said that he made a, a bet on uh, Iga Swiatek at like 30 to 1. That was his play back Where's she from? Poland. Okay. All right. Uh, so she, she, she was like 30 to 1 um, back in March or whenever it was, February, whenever he made the play when the tournament was supposed to be held uh, during the spring. But I, I don't know if he's played her uh, again now or if he got that same, pr- same price or not. But that was that's who he was liking, and I'm, I'm and, and I mean who knows about the man? I mean, it, it, it was interesting to see uh, Nadal get beat by Diego Schwartzman uh, in Rome. Whoa. That was that was uh, oh that was last week, right? That was last week. Yeah, yeah. we had that in the show. We got that yeah, in the so, show. That, that, that was good. So right. we'll 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 see if that was just a an Nadal just kind of just play some and not worry about going all. But he always goes all out. So I, I don't think I don't think that was just a warm-up tournament just kind of whatever happens happens so be curious to see like, like between him and, and team like, like is it automatic that he's a should be a, a big favorite between Novak between team and, okay. and Djokovic and some of the other I, I, I might, I might have some might have some okay. drama all right the, uh, very good probably, um I'm assuming this will be out Wednesday afternoon so Probably take See a if look the producers at producers doing anything. Well, he, he, I, I have faith in our guy. I don't know. He'll take a look at like no, no goal first 10 minutes, uh, game three, stars lightning. You, you would think after the sloppy start and game two. Is that going to be your best bet on daily wager? Yeah, I think there's a chance that, that, okay. that could be. But say, I mean, the stars got to be kicking themselves in the ass. Like, oh. you, you give up to me. That was a golden. Uh, you you get, take some stupid penalties in the first yeah. period. You're down three nothing on three power play goals, and then, and and you're right in it. I got they, him for they, the they series. Very, that one uh, hurt. Like like I, you you could probably still get them at a pretty nice. You could probably get them probably still like plus one sixty or so, right? Uh, I don't think it's, it's that might, high. Might, Hold on might one wanna, second. Might want to take a might want to take a look at that too, because I'd feel, I'd feel pretty good still about the stars' chances. Yeah, and, plus one fifty five. Yeah, and, 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 and that might even go up a little bit more because I think there might be a little bit of an overreaction. Uh, if Stamkos does come back and play, I think that might maybe get another That's nickel or call. so. Good call. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'd still I feel pretty good about about Dallas D- Dallas in the series. They, they played pretty well five on five. And yet, yet you've got to wonder, like, how many overtime games has have the Lightning played? Mm-hmm. And, and, like, maybe this is – I mean, they've been nicked up. Like, I mean, points been in and out of the lineup and – and Kucherov is getting getting beaten up some. Um, who someone else? No, Kalorn got suspended for the game, but someone else I think was 
was nicked up as well. I can't remember who, but like they, they, they've got a lot of, a lot of miles on them this postseason. So that might be in Dallas sitting around for a while, just being able to recoup after taking care of, uh, taking care of the abs. Um, that might, might be, might be still be injured. Might be still, still Dallas worth the play there. Okay. Um, all right. So you're definitely going to have Duke in the column. I'm going to have yeah. Alabama and uh, I probably will have definitely have Baylor too. Uh, just, I'm going to do a blind bet of the week every week. Uh, we'll do, we'll give a teaser out and I'll have uh, West Virginia in there. Um, all that according if Spencer Sanders doesn't play. I do want to say thanks to everybody that's reaching out telling us how great it is to, that the pod is back. Uh, any questions you have, my DMs are always open on Twitter. Uh, you can get to the bear at Chris Felica. Um, always, what is it, Travis? Rate, review, subscribe, subscribe, Sub- rate, and review. Subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, you have to subscribe. Uh, help us out there. Uh, we'll be here every week for the rest of the season, but I, I love hearing from you. Um, uh, what's the last meal you got, uh, Grubhub or DoorDash or Uber Eats in Bristol? Uh, I've never used any of those before. What? <laughs> If I if I need food, I'll go pick it up. But I'll I'll cook here. I actually I actually used Grubhub for the first time in my life two weeks ago on the road in in Winston Salem. Yep. What'd you get? Um, I got one night was uh one night was PF Chang. Okay. And then uh, the other night was uh, shoot, what was it? It was a. My wife is listening, and thank you. She's right. It was um, – she hears me talking out loud here, and I just turned her through the Indian food, and it was. It was a really good Indian place. In Winston-Salem. Yep. Shout out Winston-Salem. Got some butter chicken, some palak paneer, an onion. Does your wife know because she saw the receipt? No, that guy. No, that's on. That goes. Yeah, that, that that goes to the corp cards so, or the, right. the, the the bill on the on the room. Yeah. So we we, we okay. did the Indian food Thursday. We did PF Chang Mongolian beef, and in uh, no Wonton soup on Friday. No, I, oh. I didn't go. They actually didn't. I don't think they had the Chang chicken on the menu. It was like, it was like a look. So I, I wanted the shrimp with lobster sauce, but that wasn't on there. Like like it, it, it was like a lot of these restaurants that's... have limited menus right now because that's what I ran into. By, by the way, call them. I'm, call glad, them. I'm, gl- I'm glad you said. I'm glad we're talking about food now, and I know we've we've rambled on forever. But yeah, we have. My my our guy, the the, the head dog, he sent me a text out of the blue. Um, in Winston, he's like, "Hey, are you in Winston Salem?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." He's like, "You need," he, and he's like, "You need to drive about thirty minutes or so and." And uh, go get the best barbecue you're ever going to have for lunch. Whoa! And, and and it was it was so good. Went went to went to Lexington Barbecue in Lexington, North Carolina, about a about a half hour drive, and like oh, smoking pig in Clemson territory. Yeah, it, it underneath, just just below. Not it in the same so, tier. Okay. It was it was so good. All right. He it was so uh the 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 head dog took took care of me in Winston Salem, uh for for lunch and that was uh that was appreciated. Yeah, last week, last week I did we had a really good steakhouse in uh in the hotel, so I just ordered a beautiful flight of the flight of the room on uh on Friday, and I'm gonna and I flew in late to Louisville. Our flight was a little late, so by the time I I didn't want to have to go back out, so I kind of pulled through the old white castle on Thursday night and 
and, and, and did that, which see, the problem is, is in Connecticut, we don't have them. And, and, and being, being from Long Island, from Long Island, like we, White Castle was like there going to the, uh, and the number of times I went to Belmont Park or Nassau Coliseum yep. and the White Castle's right there. And then Do like, you buy them and, and have them in your freezer? No, yeah, no, oh, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not All going right. frozen White Castle. Okay, I, just asking. I, I, I pull through, and, and, and you know, you know what sneak, you know what sneaky good, like, and and this was something that I would not have gotten. Oh boy! But my one of my buddies, like, who is another White Castle aficionado, says you need to get one of the fish sliders. I'm like, really? He's like, oh yeah. And I, I got I, I got I got a couple of fish sliders to go along with a couple of double cheeseburgers. And let me tell you, that fish sandwich was pretty damn good. The old six pack of fish sliders? Yeah, no, no, no. I got, I got two. And <laughs> now I'm quite sure it was like right. frozen, frozen whatever from like Lake Erie or something. So the frozen cod. If that, I don't even know. Frozen goldfish, but uh, it was damn good. And it could kind of they, they kind of they kind of went down really really quick really easy. Very good. Uh, they, 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 there's my cuisine on the road. Now I'm starving. Um, no. Yeah, and anybody in the area here in uh, the DMV, if you got a spot to watch games Saturday, let me know. I'll definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, uh, that should do it. Yeah. Gave out the gave out the big Mike happy recap in the beginning, so we don't have to give that out again. Um, good luck this weekend. Safe travels down to South Beach. Thank you, sir. Can you get Prime on uh, Uber no, Eats? We're good. No, we're, no. I, no, it's going to be too far because we're staying up in, in Hollywood near the oh, stadium okay. because the, set, the set's going to be up there. But but there is a really good there's a really good uh, place with to... stone crabs in in the Hollandale area, and I forget the name. Are you staying at the Diplomat? No, we're staying uh, near there. We're, why we, you know, we're staying near there. I don't know exactly where I have to look. Last but, time I uh, stayed there, that was all under construction. There's a good, good couple good spots though, past the diplomat on that road. On yeah, yeah, I, I know. By the plastic. time I get in on Thursday, I'll, I'll probably, I might do the same thing. I might just grab something on the on the way in on on Thursday, and then Friday I'll Friday I'll Grubhub or Uber Eats or something, or nice and better and good. Gulfstream. Nah, nah. Like the cards there suck right now. Okay, it's it's terrible. Maybe maybe. maybe Dania highlight. Oh, I, I'd love I'd love to catch some highlight. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna avoid walking into a, a highlight yeah. fronton right yeah, now. It's yeah, probably that's, not, that's the, not the best decision for my health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. We gotta end on that one. Take us away. Ah, <laughs> oh, the less you bet, the more you lose when you win. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs>